Hey, what's going on? Y'all eat any good fruit lately? I haven't eaten it today. I had a banana yesterday. Doesn't Ryan make you want to eat papaya? I've never had papaya. Papaya. Have you ever heard the minions oh. say that? The minions like papaya. Doesn't the minions say banana? They also do say banana, yeah. Mm, so you're telling me they say papaya as well? I swear I heard them say papaya one time. Uh, we do have to start this. I have to go somewhere at once, so. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, we got we got business to take care of. Yo, the merge, we're here. That's what I like to wow. see. That was one of the best merge episodes I have ever seen, period. Exactly. And I'll, I'll, I'll start off with this. If we want to get it going, I'll start off with this. You know, we're only shown the editing. We can only go off of that. Mm. So forgive me real life, Ellie, for saying this, but she <laughs> don't like black people. Oh, <laughs> cite your sources. It's just, okay, every person she's voted for has been black. Mariah, right? Mariah oh, and yeah. James. And she was I, ready for James. James. She was ready to get James. <laughs> and, and again, this is just edit Ellie, okay? This is okay. real life. If you guys are on the Baca tribe and there's only six people available to get voted out, do you think that James is your best bet? No, I thought it was a random pick. I was disappointed that she picked James and like was Ruben saying that. I'm like, yeah, that was like, what, what motivated that? At um, the very least, we've been told a lot that James is doing really well, at least enough to be seen by Ellie because <laughs> she yeah. said that she thinks he's running the tribe. Which is interesting um, because Sammy had a quote later in the episode where he was like, you know, James would be the easy vote. Just get rid of James. But Ellie's worse for my game. So I think the perception of James is probably different to each player there. I thought it was just a very sloppy pick. Like, well, Ellie was just so sloppy this episode, which is brilliant to watch. I do want to say that. It was so weird to, like, go to James, say the vote's Cody. Like, did she believe that wouldn't get back to Cody at any point or like his tribe? And then to tell the rest of them that it's James as if that wouldn't get back. Like, she was like not filling people in on things, but she thought she was running shit for some reason. She yeah, thought everybody was so stupid. She even said at the beginning of the episode, okay, I need to talk to Cody and let him know that he's going to be the decoy name. But she never talked to Cody and told him that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like she just, she got too caught up in her own little rigmarole. Yeah, I think when you like, especially coming into the merge, when you think too much like a chess person or like a puppet master, but you like haven't spent any time with these people, that that's the only reason why I could see Owen doing what he did, because it's always going to be better just to ride whatever's riding as long as it's not you. Like, honestly, who cares if you're even voting the right way? Like, Carla didn't even put her vote on the right person. I feel like Owen also had to be scared because he's one of the names that could go home. I think part of why Gabler could play such a impressively courageous game was because he was safe this episode. And so he's like, oh, well, then I'm going to throw out Ellie's name. To throw out Ellie's name. <laughs> I love that. I love that he, he said that. He did a that. great <laughs> job. I hate to say it, but, you know, Mike Gabler, he really had his finger on the trigger mm -hmm. this episode. And mm -hmm. good for him because, look, Ellie, you know, I, I relish in saying this. Ellie said the classic line that you say when you're getting out in your episode. She said, I think I'm, I think I'm playing the best game. I think I might be running things out here. Okay, look, <laughs> you, you never say that. You need to like reflect. If you ever say that on Survivor, you need to immediately reflect and be like, oh, I'm going home tonight. <laughs> like, and you need to yeah. readjust because Ellie, my girl, it was set in stars for you to get out. And in one of the most glorious ways too. I love that. Would have been crazy if Janine played her idol for Ellie though. And obviously I don't want James to go home, but if you're Janine, why do you not play your idol? I think, yeah. I think for me, it's like, if you're Janine, you're going to sink your game more in the long run, standing by Ellie than just like, you know what? 
let them pitch her away and let me like start to make my own thing. That's that's where I, th I, I don't know if her surprise was genuine or not. Like, I think it would be more likely for the heat to come back on her if she saved Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. I also think the risk of like, well, if I play my idol for her and there is votes for me, oh, then I'm the fool because I am going home because I just saved my friend. Like, that's not how you win. So <laughs> they uh, they're already seen as a duo. Even Jesse was like, I think it's a good idea to split up Janine and Ellie. And honestly, if you're seen as a duo this early, losing your other person, especially when they're not an actual loved one, you've met this girl 12 days ago. Mm -hmm. Probably good for your game. No, no but they're Perry, they're, they're best, best friends. friends. They're sisters. <laughs> I think Gabe Blair was like, I know that's your sister, but listen. <laughs> I love that. She's like, when Gabe was like, why did you tell me like Janine had an idol? She's like, She's my best friend. Like, why would I tell you her business? Like, oh, did we not all meet at the same time? Like, did I meet? <laughs> <laughs> this yellow tribe really is imploding on themselves. Sammy's interesting to me in all this because he's gotten away with kind of spreading a lot of semi-truths. Like... Yeah. He plays it off pretty well. Like, when Ellie confronted him and uh, Owen, like, I thought they did a good job. I mean, because really, the damage is all being done by her and Gabler. So all they had to do was just squeeze through and they did it. So <laughs> pop off to them. Uh, that would have been a hard convo, though. Could you imagine someone coming up to you like, so you did this thing. Explain it like, to me. <laughs> You know you're you like, did it, and you're like, oh, yeah. I, I don't, oh. No, like, Sammy, why did Sammy tell Gabler these things and then never expect that to come bite him in the ass and never expect Gabler to act on that? Like, wasn't that the whole point? But now you're mad that Gabler's acting on it. I think it was in case they lost um, as Baca. I don't think he was expecting to keep on winning. They were the biggest tribe in the merge. Now they're yeah. separate individuals. I'm so curious to see how the actual meshing of the merge will happen. Because this episode was very much still just like yellow imploding and then a few extra people contributing. Because I'm trying to think like, where would they go? Like, who could Janine ally with that would accept her? And I, I'm sure there's people, but I'm just so curious. I'm also curious. And not that we should go off the previews for next week. But, you know, there was a clip of Carla saying, going up to Jesse and being like, hey, I think Noelle is running things. I feel like Jesse is going to stay with with Noel. So if it does become red versus blue, then it's going to be like, okay, there's only four yellow people who can get three of them. I think Carla's ready to play. They just need to be careful because Ryan, even though Ryan really helped out blue this episode, I still not convinced that Ryan is Coco to the end. Yeah. How'd you feel about that final seven? <laughs> that final seven. <laughs> Ryan had the the strangest game this episode, and when Mike Gabler's right there, like that's hard to do. <laughs> and Mike Gabler was way more sane than Ryan. He did the <laughs> he did the seven alliance for no reason. Clearly, nobody was catching on to that. And then him just walking up to that group to hear the plan, and then just passing through. I was he literally like, walks up. What did you guys hear? They say what they heard. They're like, "Do you want another name?" Yeah, I'll take another name. All right, we're thinking Ellie. All right. And then he walks away like it's nothing. It, it's probably better for him to cling to them for a second because why not? I thought it was funny that like nobody could even pretend to like consider the seven. Everybody immediately was just like, yeah, no. And then they all like just said who they don't want to vote out. And then Carla's like, so we can't keep everybody, guys. Really gave the it was brilliant mm -hmm. of him to, to mention Ellie. Absolutely. Oh, hey, there's nothing wrong. Oh, go ahead, Russ. No, I'm just freaking out. Why is Gabler the MVP? 
Yeah, that's what I knew. Gabler was the Like, I feel like everyone is downplaying the Gabler. Gabler said something this episode that I thought was really important about he wanted to seem like he makes a decision and he sticks to it. Because ultimately, if he comes off as somebody who's wishy-washy or is going to ruin his own alliance, this man's going to get out in the next couple of weeks. But if he can let people know, I'm going to be loyal who I work to, I haven't picked my people yet. I actually think maybe someone like Carla could utilize Gabler very well. Mm-hmm. Do you think Carla would be interested in working with Janine? I think she should. I think it would benefit her. I think Janine should, should join Blue and just be okay with the fact that Ellie is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's tough because I love Vessi and I love Carla and James. Just with Janine before we move past her, I don't see anybody having a problem working with her. I think it's truly up to Janine who she wants to work with but she is gonna be now playing a hard game to just you know aligning with the right people and lying to the rest so I just think the ability to kind of like go under the radar for a little bit is an important skill now on Survivor and honestly someone who impressed me with that this episode was Cody because Cody's name was involved in a lot of things he was involved with talking to Ellie a lot and it kind of seemed like he was just like going for the ride (laughs) Cody kept his cool the entire time I didn't necessarily expect it. I think Cody handled everything incredibly well. And it's just a testament to how much he trusts the people around him. Yeah, I think you can't underestimate anyone on this season. And I think that's what happened with Ellie. She might have underestimated how much people really kind of have their own agency this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she thought James and Cody were just names she could just throw out, not realizing that people are playing just as good, if not better than her. She thought she was the best player. She said it. She was (laughs) born for it. She was made for that. (laughs) And a pro for Ellie. I mean, great TV. It was great watching it. Oh, I loved it. I'm I'm glad she was here. I thought it was really she got out in glorious fashion because when does this happen where two opposite sides of the beach want the same person out for completely different reasons? Like it all just perfectly worked out to get Ellie. And it was so exciting to watch. Do you think it's safe to say that even if Gabler didn't target Ellie at the merge feast, people would have compared notes and still got rid of her? I think so. Yeah, I think everybody can see that. She comes on way too strong, and especially for everybody there who seemed very low-key. It's just that that stands out. Gabler was not the reason she got out, though. It was it almost had nothing to do with Gabler. Like, yeah, I'm sure that didn't help, but it was because of the Cody James thing. And she was just too, like, frantic. She was like, I'm going home. And I was like, yeah, babe, you are. You I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I think the Gabler thing really did play a big part, though, because she changed her energy to this franticness, and yeah. everybody can sense that and then her own people it's no longer a matter of oh should we keep it safe no like it's official i want her out like all the votes just added up and then the people who didn't have votes like janine it didn't matter it was all perfect star the hardest thing when you hear your name immediately is to like take a second and figure out how you're actually going to get out of this rather than frantically run to everyone and like hunt everyone down you don't necessarily need to find out the truth in the way that ellie was the truth she was looking for was like a moral like why did you throw my name out like you know why he did the whole like pretending this was because of nothing i think is also a reason you have to accept that like you were gunning for gabriel you know if she like admitted to it like maybe if she like told gabe like yeah i did go through the bag which mind you it was janine but what are you gonna do throw your sister under the bus so just fucking take it and say i did it and maybe gabe would have been like fine okay like we could take the buck of shit show for another you know (laughs) like to the next stage well let me ask you guys since i think we all agreed that mike gabler was mvp of this episode 
Who was second MVP? If it wasn't Mike Gabler, who would it be? Because a lot of good games were played this episode. Uh, this is going to sound wild, but I feel like the biggest uh, character that was like shaking things up was Ryan. He kind of got a lot of things moving. I don't know if I want to give him MVP, but I'll give him something like a gold star, maybe. He did <laughs> spread information when it was needed, but it doesn't even feel like it's out of strategy. I don't feel like this man is doing it. Wasn't. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't, but still, you know, credit. That's very generous. I, I like that. <laughs> I'll to give it to, to someone other than James because I love James, but I'll I'll say Cody because in that same maybe in a more intentional way version of Ryan when he was involved in some of these talkings he kept it cool mm-hmm. and good for him you know it could have very easily been overpowering in that situation so good for him I like that I'm Cody Hive so I agree yeah I actually was gonna say Cody too because he had a, a cool confessional to begin with where he's just saying like I'm seeing through all the BS that we're all putting up right now but i'm gonna join the party because why not i don't know he originally seemed like someone who would know what everybody's doing and then like blow it up for no reason but he's really proven to be super chill about everything and like him just saying that was really cool and then once again hearing his name and then just figuring out all the facts and he did it so calmly and was able to just fuel the fire to get out from under that he just did a good job yeah and i want to just give this one more one more little plus for cody i feel like he knows his role He knows what he is. And just like going to the tribe to take their reward, he knew the role to play to get them agitated, to get what he really wanted, and then to just go. And I don't think we often see that. I think Carla and James would really want that in their line. So I would also say Cody's probably the safest maybe any other uh players that y'all want to shout out well i just thought of cassidy because we i feel like we've seen not much of her and her name also got brought up and she kind of mm-hmm. like stayed calm as well she had a way that she wanted to go with it to begin with which was cody and then found out the ulterior motives of everybody else with that and then switched to everybody else with ellie i kind of was getting scared that like she's gonna hear that and then blow up and then try to still get cody like no we have to you know but like she was like oh wait okay cool and and then moved on I feel like Cassidy is very adaptable. I'm happy you brought her up. You know, it's not the flashiest person who's going to win. It's the most adaptable people. Did anything happen with Carla's hand? Like, I, I didn't see them say anything. I wanted Jeff so badly to be like, all right, Maddox's going to take a take a look at that. <laughs> they didn't say shit. But Jeff I, doesn't even react to people's hands getting broken. Like, her hand's dripping in well, blood. It's clearly crippled. And he's like, that's how you do it on Survivor. <laughs> like, he's just saying <laughs> Hey, I mean, fair enough. That's how you do it. You got to keep fucking moving. Also, the Botox doesn't allow him to make reactions, but Uh, he he really, like, (laughs) I fully support that with Carla because, I mean, shit, she pushed through. That was great. And she was, like, having to climb that dirty-ass rope, like... Oh, sliding down that wall with the... That would have sucked if they did the hourglass after how hard Blue fought. Like, speaking of Carla cutting her hand, imagine, like, somebody just took that away. That would have sucked this time. So I was really happy they didn't have that option. Yeah, it, it was really nice and fun to just have that really scary situation placed upon them where half of them are safe and the other half are not, and everybody still votes. So it, it just was as exciting as it should be. Ross, yeah. how much time do we have? We mm-hmm. have mere seconds. We need like a song or something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to find a jingle for us. Go Gabler. Yeah, shout out to Mike Gabler. Mike Gabler. Well, that's going to be it, gang. I'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thomas, good luck on whatever you're doing. Yeah, have fun. going to be a two-year-old's party. You're going to a two-year-old's party?